Good morning, it's Friday, May 22nd. Our reading through the Old Testament today is found in 1 Chronicles chapters 6 and 7, and our New Testament reading is found in John chapter 8, verses 21 through 36. Our First Chronicles reading, again, remember we're in the middle of all those names, right? I know that's a challenge to read those, but in this case, chapter 6, very important set of names, starting with Levi's line and Aaron and Moses, of course. This is Levitic line, which was the priestly line. The musicians are described. Uh, Levite towns and settlements, that's kind of what is tracked here. Uh, very important. Of the 12 tribes, here is the tribe that was chosen by God not to have a land inheritance, but instead to have settlements in these villages and uh, to remember that they were um, given as a, an inheritance the Lord himself, which was the way for them to be an example that God was, um, was their portion, that God was all that ultimately they needed. They couldn't tear their clothes in uh, this sense of despondency, or they couldn't put ashes on their head. These were people that were supposed to show that having God, much like yesterday's uh, community imperative, gave you that, that forbearance, that ability to be gentle and uh, patient and strong and firm in the midst of difficult times. So uh, read through that. Chapter 6, Chapter 7, Northern Tribes are discussed, Issachar, Naphtali. Um, these are um, the Northern Tribes that the lineage is described, including uh, Benjamin. Our New Testament reading is in John chapter 8, verses 21 through 36. Jesus talks a lot about death in this passage. If you look at it, not only is there a threat, in essence, that if we don't trust in him, we're going to die, die in our sins. But he speaks about going away, going away in terms of referring to his death. And they keep wondering what in the world he's talking about. He talks about being lifted up when the Son of Man is lifted up. That's the picture of his death on a cross, which has already been described in chapter 3. Um, sin is an enslavement, the sin that leads to death. The wages of sin is death. And then the great line that we end with here is the statement that Jesus makes about being set free, that when the sun sets you free, you'll be free indeed. Sin, he says, is enslaving. Not only is it enslaving in terms of patterns and habits, it's enslaving in terms of the judgment that it brings. You're enslaved to that coming destruction. But the good news is you trust in Christ, the Son who's lifted up. You trust in His death. You trust in His life. And the Bible says that you will be set free, free from the penalty of sin and thankfully freed progressively from the activity and bondage to the habitual practice of sin as well. That's the promise of this great text. Our community imperative, as I like to call it, our community uh, command is found in Philippians 4, as we continue through that chapter, in verse number 10, he says this, I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. Uh, you were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. So this passage, if you continue looking through it in verse 11, he talks about uh, being content in any situation. It's not that I'm looking to you know, have my bank account padded, and yet you were, verse 14, you were kind to share in my troubles. You helped me out financially. Verse 16, even in Thessalonica, he says, you sent help for me for my needs once and again. So the Philippians are being praised for uh, giving, for financially meeting the needs that the Apostle Paul had when he was down, saying, you know, I, I understand I'm not looking to uh, make sure I always have a surplus, but uh, you revived your concern for me in a financial way, and that was helpful. So I put it this way as our community imperative. We need to provide resource assistance. That's the way I like to put it, because it might be money, it could be a check, it could be a gift card, something that may help someone. So provide resource assistance to each other. There's our command. Paul saw the Philippians doing that. He praises them for that. That certainly is what we are called to do when you see need 
needs. It might be someone, you know, that's on a tight budget and maybe just a, a restaurant gift card would be a great thing for them for a, a time to get out of the house. And, and uh, you know, in this shutdown, it may be in a while, maybe take out for now, but uh, maybe a gas card. It could be uh, maybe just a something to enhance their life, but you're going to see a need that would make their lives better and you seek to meet it, uh, particularly those you see around you in the body of Christ that may have a particular need. So provide resource assistance to each other. There's our community imperative. Read your Bible today, even through the names that are there in First Chronicles 6 and 7, and spend a lot of time, would you, reading prayerfully and carefully through John chapter 8, verses 21 through 36. So we'd love for you to comment. It's always good to hear your comments. If maybe someone has met a financial need in your life in the past, maybe at some point earlier in your life, are you in great need? We'd love to hear how God has ministered to you through the people in the body of Christ who've been concerned for you and have tangibly met those needs. We'd love to celebrate those things. You can comment. Be sure to subscribe. We'll be back again tomorrow, Lord willing, to continue our reading through the Old and New Testament.